Getting ready for first pitch between the Central Rebels and the Valley Catholic Warriors from the Park Hill Sports Complex. Good afternoon to you. I'm Sean Malone. Alongside me for this game is Glenn Berry with Joel Booyer back at the studio producing our broadcast. First, we'll bring you our starting lineups, though. Brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Being the visitors today, the Valley Catholic Warriors will bat first. And leading things off is shortstop senior Chase Fowler. Behind him is a junior in Grant Fowler. He'll be across the diamond from him playing second base. Next to him on his opposite side is three-hitter Isaac Viox. He'll be manning first for Valley. The catcher behind the plate is Alex Viox. The designated hitter batting fifth, Jackson Fowler. He's a senior. He'll be batting in place of left fielder Isaac Bosler. The right fielder and six-hitter is Carson Tucker for the Valley Catholic Warriors. As the first pitch is a strike to Chase Fowler. After him, it's Aaron Eftink, the third baseman for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Then it's center fielder Clayton Drury. And rounding out the lineup is Rylan Fallert. Swing and a miss, and the count is quickly 0-2. To Valley Catholic Warriors leadoff hitter Chase Fallert. Again, it's Chase Fallert, Grant Fallert, Isaac Viox, Alex Viox, Jackson Fallert, Carson Tucker, Aaron Eftink, Clayton Drury, and Rylan Fallert. Under ninth-year head coach of the Valley Catholic Warriors, Nathan Gegg. 9-0 on the season in three pitches. Three strikes, swing and a miss, strikeout on a fastball, low and inside to Chase Fowler, and he goes down at the hands of Kaysen Murphy. Let's bring in the rest of the starters for the Central Rebels as they go around the horn. We will as well. Here's Glenn Berry to bring you their starting lineup. All right, for the uh, Central Rebels from left right uh, in the outfield, we start with Joe Bryant. Yes, that Joe Bryant in left field. Kendall Horton in center, Matt Mannion in right. At third base, it's Sammy Calloway at Ty Schweiss at short. Barrett Henson will be at second. Lucas Whitehead will be at first and Jackson Jones will catch Kaysen Murphy, who's on the mound today, and the lefty has a uh, couple of strikes over. Yeah, count is 0-2. Murphy working quickly. The pitch, check swing as it misses low and in the dirt for a ball. One ball, two strikes, your count. Starting lineup comes courtesy of Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local shelter insurance agents, we're your shield, we're your shelter. With David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance, 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. Swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout, swinging for Kaysen Murphy as he has thrown seven pitches, six of them for strikes. That first pitch of the game, it's brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated matters into simple concepts. John Boyd with Boyd and Associates has been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Murphy, the lefty, set at the belt, facing off against Isaac Viox, delivers a pitch that just misses the lower part of the plate for a ball. I think the last time we saw Casey uh, Murphy pitch up here, he was throwing a really good ball game, and he just ran out of pitches late. And kind uh, of got to be a little bit of an adventure for Central that day, but they won the game anyway. So here's the thing for Casey Murphy. Now that he's a junior and no longer a freshman or a sophomore, his pitch count limit, it's been extended a little bit as it is for upperclassmen. Swing and a miss, strike two to Alex Viox. So a one-two count to the junior first baseman. For the Valley Catholic Warriors, Kaysen Murphy is allowed to now pitch 105 pitches before he has to come out of a game as opposed to 95 when he was an underclassman. The 1-2. Chop towards first. Scooped up by Lucas Whitehead. He steps on the bag, and that will do it. A 1-2-3 top of the first inning as down in order are the Valley Catholic Warriors. We'll take a break when we return. Bottom of the first inning, Central Rebels coming to the plate. No score between Central and Valley Catholic on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO.
You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of options, including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Graphic Options in Farmington, a proud sponsor of high school sports. It's back. What's back, Charlotte? I'm not going back to work. No, silly. The pretzel crust pizza at Little Caesars. Ah, so customers can once again enjoy our pretzel crust topped with creamy cheddar cheese and loaded with pepperoni. Yum. Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready from 4 to 8 for only $6.99. So try one today. Charlotte, I say pretzel, you say... Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Oh, well, at least it's back. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Bottom of the first inning, no score. Central Rebels coming to the plate for the first time. And speaking of J.J. Vickers, we'll bring you the starting lineup brought to you by him and his insurance agency, 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. That's shelter insurance. Leading things off for the Central Rebels in the bottom of the first inning is Ty Schweiss. He's the starting shortstop and a senior for Central. And he takes a pitch in the inside part of the plate for a strike. Count is 0-1. Jackson Jones, the sophomore catcher, will follow things up in the order. After that, it's Cason Murphy, the lefty starter for the Central Rebels, batting third. Pitch misses for a ball. One and one, your counts. Sammy Calloway is the cleanup hitter today for the Central Rebels. He'll be manning third base across or out in center field. His protection is Kendall Horton. Pulled left field, and it's a fair ball. Big turnaround first. Dyschweiss going to push for a double, but now he'll double back to first base. A leadoff single for Ty Schweiss to begin the bottom of the first inning. And we got our first base runner of the ball game as well. Rounding out the rest of the order for the Central Rebels, you've got Kendall Horton batting fifth, Matt Mannion, the right fielder, bat sixth, Lucas Whitehead's at first base. He'll be the seven hitter today for the Central Rebels. Job Bryant, he mans left field. He'll be batting eighth. And rounding out the order for the Rebels is Barrett Henson, the nine hitter and second baseman for Central. Again, the lineup for the Rebels, it's Schweiss, Jones, Murphy, Callaway, Horton, Mannion, Whitehead, Bryant, and Henson as there's a pitch in there for a strike to Jackson Jones under 10th year head coach Ronnie Calvert, 4-1 and one on the season, coming off their first loss of the season yesterday to the St. Louis Patriots. Count sits 0-1 with a runner on first. We'll bring in the Valley Catholic Warriors here in just a moment as this one is hit up the middle and through into center field for a base hit. 
Clayton Drury scoops it up quickly, keeping Ty Schweiss at second base as he can't advance any further than that. And back-to-back leadoff singles to begin the bottom of the first inning. Central Rebels are threatening with Cason Murphy coming to the plate who can help his own cause. Now let's bring you the fielding alignment for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Once again, here's Glenn Berry. All right, in the left field, it's Isaac Bosler. It's uh, Ryan Fowler in center, Carson Tucker in right. Aaron F. Tink will be over at third. Chase Fowler at short. Grant Fowler at second. Isaac Viox at first base. And Alex Viox behind the plate. He is catching Clayton Drury, who finds himself in a little bit of a jam right now. Runners on first and second. Nobody out. Clayton Drury in a bit of trouble. We'll see if he can work his way out of it. Set is Drury at the belts, and he fires a fastball that misses for a ball. Want to know your count to Casey Murphy. Casey Murphy, a lethal hitter for the Central Rebels on the season. So here's the one out. Outside part of the plate, throw down to second. And diving back is Schweiss. Fowler had to sky for that baseball and kind of fainted for a half second. Like it went over his head to see if he could get Schweiss to come off the bag. But Dice Schweiss playing some heads-up baseball stays right there. And now Alex Viox will come out and have a conversation with Clayton Drury. I think they're looking at maybe possibly changing up signs, maybe doing uh, something a little different to try to keep Ty Schweiss out there at second base a little bit closer. We'll just have to wait and see what they uh, maybe talked about. Set is Clayton Drury. Looks to second, looks home, looks to second again, and the 1-0. Upstairs, and he's going to miss for a ball. 2-0 and oh your counts to Keeson Murphy. Now you're in a bit of an interesting situation here. You've got runners at first and second, nobody out. Do you kind of pitch around Keeson Murphy at this point? Is There's a strike. Count now sits 2-1, and one. that answers that. Or do you attack Keeson Murphy and potentially give him something he can put a nice swing on? He's still got an opportunity here, being ahead in the count, to look for something that he likes to see if he can uh, move the runners up at least. 2-1, pulled, foul, up the first baseline. And the count is all even at 2-2. Two and two. Nice job by Clayton Drury to bounce back and pull even after falling behind 2-0 to Keeson Murphy. He gets back-to-back strikes. Two balls, two strikes, your count. Jackson Jones at first. Even though he's a catcher, he doesn't get courtesy ran for. He is a phenomenal athlete. Same with Ty Schweiss at second. 2-2. rather, excuse me. That's a ball. And that's a walk worked by Cason Murphy. And the bases are loaded. Nobody out in the bottom of the first inning. And here comes Sammy Calloway to the plate. That was a pitch that was kind of a fat pitch. It was outside, and it uh, probably made Kaysen think a little bit about maybe swinging that bat, but he used a good eye and let it go by because it was a ball no matter what. Kaysen, phenomenal baseball player. He leads at first, and it smoked right towards him and threw into right field for a base hit. One run comes in to score. They're going to send Jackson Jones from second. He's ahead of the tag as a sweep tag from Alex Viox. Can't get him. It's a two RBI single for Sammy Callaway as Murphy is in at third and the Central Rebels strike first. They lead two to nothing. And that time, Ronnie Calvert came home with him as well. He was all the way down behind home plate just about yelling at his runner to get around third base and get home. And then he tries to make the call as well. And he was exactly right. That was a good throw from right field, but it just barely missed the second runner coming through and a two nothing lead for Central. And still nobody out in the bottom of the first inning with Kendall Horton coming to the dish. And the Valley Catholic Warriors all season long have not allowed more than two runs. Central's done that already, and we still don't have an out registered in this half inning. 
pitch right down Broadway. Called a strike to Kendall Horton. And all these hits have been solid hits. I mean, mm-hmm. none of them have been line drives, but they have been ground balls up the middle. They've been ground balls to the right side, put where nobody is standing and perfectly placed. This one, a line drive, left center field, deep. It's going to drop for an extra base hit in the gap between Isaac Bosler in left and Ryland Fallert in center. One run scores, two runs score. Sliding into third and there safe is Kendall Horton with a two RBI triple. And it's 4 nothing Central Rebels. Perfectly placed up the gap. That ball just carried a little bit. It got out to left center field. And I think Callaway was thinking about pulling up at third base, but the ball was bobbled just for a moment out in left center. And Calvert sends him around to score. And all the way over to third goes Kendall Horton. And the uh, Rebel offense is really rolling right now. And still nobody out. And here comes Matt Mannion to the plate as he takes a strike in the low outside corner. He's in the left-handed batter's box. And the infield is in with Kendall Horton standing at third all alone. Clayton Drury having allowed four runs here in the first. The Central Rebel got four hits strung together. The 0-1. Missing for a ball. One ball, one strike, your counts. By the way, that play at third base was a little bit close, and they thought maybe that Kendall Horton might have slid off the bag, but uh, home, or third base umpire rather says no, he got his hand back in there, so just in time to keep it on the bag. The 1-1. Foul tip straight back. One and two. We always talk about the uh, room in behind home plate, and I think this is another one of those ballparks, not quite as big as you've seen over in Farmington with Wilson Rozier, but enough space back there that if a ball does get by the catcher, depending on which way it bounces, it could uh, lead to a run here. And here at the Park Hill Sports Complex, you got kind of a light padding behind home plate, and I don't really think there's a ton of spring to it. Definitely not a lot of spring with the cage as that pitch delivered for a ball, two and two. And so if a ball does get past you, it's not going to be one of those where you can turn around quick and it ricochets right back to you. You don't have to go far for it. You're going to have to beat Johnny on the spot and get to it quickly. Matt Mannion with a big hack. He's behind on the fastball and goes down for strike three, and that is the first out in the bottom of the first inning, a big one from Clayton Drury. And here comes Lucas Whitehead, lefty, digging into the batter's box. Yeah, I think Central would like to get this third run or this uh fifth run home if they can leave that runner out of third base is not what they want to do even though they're up four nothing you can never have too much uh offense against a team like valley yeah definitely not with the firepower that valley catholic has is that one fouled straight back then again at the same time man it's tough to get anything on case and murphy you end the first inning and now you've got to get four just to draw back even with him this is going to be a, t- I don't care what happens the rest of this half inning. This is already a tall game, a tall task for the Valley Catholic Warriors to overcome. Whitehead digs back in. And the pitch to him. Swung on and missed. Big hack from Lucas Whitehead, and he's behind 0-2. I think that first time up, they were maybe possibly looking for what you would think of as a safety squeeze, put the ball in play, and then the runner comes home from third. That time, he's just swinging away. Pitch misses way upstairs and forcing the catcher, Alex Viox, out of his stance. And the count hits one ball, two strikes. And you got Joe Bryan on deck, and you were talking about this before the game in pregame. Joe, not the experienced hitter that you've seen uh, some of these other central hitters here, so you'd kind of like to see central score here. Experience in hitting is not something I would use to describe him. I'll tell you why in just a bit. Isaac Fosler 
Fly to him in left field. He settles under it. The throw offline, not going to matter anyway. Kendall Horton easily strides home with enough speed to tag up and score. It's 5-0 Central Rebels, and the bases are all clear for Joe Bryant, who will come to the plate. Well, that's what you need from Lucas Whitehead right there. Sacrifice fly to left field, get that final runner home that's on third base, clear the bases up, and don't leave it uh, in the hands of Joe Bryant. As you and I were talking about, not exactly uh, starting off uh, effectively here in this first part of the season. Well, it's his first time playing baseball in any way, shape, or form at an organized level since he was nine years old. So certainly uh, quite a bit of a learning curve, especially in this aspect here, hitting. He's a great athlete. That's why he's starting in left field. That's why he's in the lineup and not being DH4 because if he can reach base safely, he can really be a threat on the base pass. And here's a little bloop single to right field that's going to one-hop in front of Carson Tucker in right field. It's a single for Joe Bryant right on cue. And I think a guy like Joe Bryant, he needs to worry about putting the bat on the ball, put it in play, use those wheels, and I think he could really turn into a lethal weapon even if he's not hitting line drives all over the ballpark. And here comes Barrett Henson. So everyone for the Central Rebels has seen the plate here in this bottom of the first inning. They lead 5 to nothing. Is this a conversation you and I had about is it batting around if it's 9 or they go back to the top? I've brought that up a couple times throughout the years, and it's an interesting debate as to what you really consider batting around. I think this is batting around. You know, from the beginning of the lineup to the end of the lineup, everyone has batted. It's like if you're drawing a circle, as long as the two ends meet, then you're good to go. That's a circle. They don't need to overlap. (laughs) I would tend to agree with you on that one, I think. I know we've had that conversation before. But uh, some folks would say, no, well, they're kind of get that guy back up that started the inning would be batting around. But like you say, they don't have to overlap to be a circle just as long as they meet. Count now 0-1 as Barrett Henson tries to lay down a drag bunt, and he fouls it back. It would also help my scorecard, too, if they didn't do that. Jury sets, fires off the plate. Here's Joe Bryant taking off for second base. The throw down and not in time is a little offline to Grant Fallett, who kind of got a late jump towards the bag. But then again, so did Joe Bryant. He kind of started and stopped a little bit. I wasn't real sure about the uh, second base umpire's call. He pointed at the bag as though he was going to say, that's where you tagged him. But instead, he said, nope, he got his hand in there, and the safe signal came. We saw that same thing from the same infield umpire before. As There's a swing and a miss on a big hack from Barrett Henson. Count is one and two when Kendall Horton slid headfirst into third base. And there was that same kind of situation where he kind of overslid the bag a little bit. The tag came in late. You know, did he get him in time? And, you know, that point usually indicates, no, you got him there, you're out. But instead, it's, no, he got the bag there. He's safe. Pop fly towards second base. Grant Fallard settles under it. He makes the play. And that is the third and final out to end the bottom of the first inning. That saw everyone for the Central Rebels come to the plate where they get five runs off of five hits, no errors, and they leave one stranded, bringing us to a score of five to nothing. Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors through one inning of play. Second inning coming up when we return. We'll see if Valley Catholics got a response after this on the Parkland Sports Leader and 1240 KFMO. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. 
Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. To the second inning we go, and we'll see what kind of response the Valley Catholic Warriors have to that bottom of the first inning gut punch they got. 5 nothing Central with the lead. And they face off against Cason Murphy. It's the middle third of the order for the Valley Catholic Warriors. Alex Viox, Jackson Fowler, and Carson Tucker will all bat here. The 1-0. Outside part of the plate, missing for a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Well, I agree with you. If you're going to go up against Cason Murphy, you're going to have to be on your game on every facet of the game and especially try to keep them within uh, striking distance. And right now, going up against Casey Murphy trying to pick up five runs is going to be a tall order today. Right, 2-0, one hops to the plate, three and oh, your counts. And it is a windy day here, as it pretty much always is at the Park Hill Sports Complex, the 3-0. And taking all the way with only one hand on the bat was Alex Viox. It's a strike on the outside part of the plate. And he'll dig back into the right-handed batter's box. I was going to say, when is it not windy up here? The 3-1, hit in the air, center field, deep. Kendall Horton backing up, still drifting back, still going back, and finally a few feet shy of the fence. He makes the catch. That was a high pop-up, probably a little too much underneath it. He gets a little more square on that one, and we're talking about a 5-1 ball game, Glenn. Yeah, and I think with the wind dying down, probably helped the ball carry a little bit this time. It's blowing from behind us towards right field. If it had been blowing hard, it might have pulled it back in a little further. There's a pitch missing for a ball to Jackson Fowler after the Alex Viox flyout. He digs in and gets ahead 1-0. Pitch misses for a ball, 2-0 now your count. I know it's radio, but uh, where we're setting at, if you look to my right, you can see a yellow sign up there. That's where my first job ever was. And I remember coming into work every day, and it was so windy, you couldn't hardly keep anything out. It was a gas station. You couldn't keep signs (laughs) up. You couldn't keep anything going. The 2-1. Here's how windy it is. It is 70 degrees outside right now. You and I and most everyone have jackets on. Yeah. That's because with the wind, it feels significantly colder, which goes without saying. But, I mean, we're talking about probably like the, what, the first, one of the first 70-degree days that we've gotten this spring. This is typically like beautiful. You don't need the jacket, ditch it, go out, wear the sleeves. I thought I could do that. I even put sunscreen on my arms, and that's not necessary because of the jacket that I've got on now. Although, then again, I am 100% Irish. I probably could, if anyone can, get a sunburn through my black leather jacket. As working a walk is Fowler. He takes ball four on a 3-1 count. And he makes his way over to first base, first base runner of the game for the Valley Catholic Warriors. As Carson Tucker digs in. First pitch to him. 
We'll scoot him back off the plate, but it's taken for a strike. I wonder if maybe Casey Murphy setting down for a little while watching that offense might have got him a little bit cool. He just needs to warm back up a little bit. Carson Tucker with a big swing and a miss, and the count is 0-2. And if that's how Carson Tucker is going to swing, my surprise level is a 2. I mean, this is a guy that through football season played with reckless abandonment as Casey Murphy will check down at first base on Jackson Fowler. And throughout uh, basketball season, he played with a similar reckless abandonment in a sport that doesn't really feature that from its players. He is just an all-out type of player, it seems, no matter what the sport it is, and had a lot of success in both basketball and especially in football playing that way. Jason Murphy sets the 1-2. Swung and a miss, high and outside. Tucker chases it. And he's down on strikes for out number two in the top of the second inning. Third strikeout of the ball game for Casey Murphy. Yeah, you talk about guys like Tucker who go all out all the time. They don't know how to play any other way. If they're backing down, you you have to ask them, are you hurt or is something wrong? And uh, he's constantly going full tilt. Pitch called a strike. Count 0-1 to Aaron Eftink, who digs in for the first time. If Allen can get anything going here, it's the eight-hitter Clayton Drury due up next after that, Ryland Fallert. And then back to the top of the order. There's a strike count quickly, 0-2. If you're F-Tink, you got to be watching here for something you can just make contact with, even if all you do is stick your bat out there and try to make contact. One ball, two strikes, as that's a pitch that misses high and away. Kind of like they say, cut down your swing, see if you can just put it into play somewhere. The 1-2. Popped up high in the air, right field, Matt Mannion. Continuing the drift into the gap, and he loses track of it, and it pops out of his glove. It's an E9 as Fowler is safe at third, standing up. And at first base is Aaron Eftink, and this inning stays alive for the Valley Catholic Warriors. And now they got a chance to get a run back, Len. Yeah, that was a ball, I think, that was drifting, drifting, drifting. And again, the wind had kind of died down, so it wasn't blowing back towards the right fielder, Mannion. He gets over there, puts up one glove to make the catch with it, and it just pops in the glove and pops back out. And, and I know with this kind of surface... If that ball gets any dust on it whatsoever like that's on this surface, it can be hard to handle sometimes. And it kind of looked like Mannion wasn't super comfortable with that one yeah. either. You know, you, you can tell when a player's comfortable. There's a ball taken by Clayton Drury when, you know, they're kind of drifting at the same time. This is CBS News on the Hour, Mannion presented by Indeed.com. Like if you're I'm Monica Ricks in New York, where a grand jury has go, just voted to indict go, former President Donald bit, Trump. Down, CBS's Robert Costa kicks more. off our team coverage. Like, this uh, is a historic moment to have a former president indicted. This has been confirmed to CBS News by Trump's own attorney, Susan Nicholas. She has told CBS News the former president has been indicted. The jury had been investigating whether Mr. Trump falsified business records during his first presidential campaign in 2016. This is about hush money payments made in 2016 by his former fixer, Michael Cohen, to Stormy Daniels, the porn star. Under scrutiny is former President Trump's role in this entire operation. They've been talking to witnesses extensively in recent months, focusing especially on Michael Cohen and his testimony about Trump's role in this entire
entire episode. And the news is shocking because it's the first time a U.S. president has ever faced criminal charges. But we should note a specific charge or charges have not been made public yet. So the big question, what happens now? Our sources in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office and operations say that the former president would be brought in like anyone else who was indicted. We will see him surrender to authorities. Exactly how that plays out could be negotiated in terms of whether there's a so-called perp walk or seeing the former president in handcuffs. But he will be fingerprinted regardless of any negotiation. And there will be an arraignment in open court. Again, we are still waiting on specifics and an arraignment date has not been set, set yet. We should also note that Mr. Trump has denied these allegations. We're hearing from our legal analyst, Jessica Levinson, with more on this indictment. That's where we get the first charge, what we think will be the first charge, the falsification of business records. And then in order for that to be kicked up to a felony, there's going to have to be another charge of intent to commit or conceal another crime. That's where the big legal questions are. Is that other crime another state crime or another federal crime? But it's not the only case against former President Trump. Here's CBS's Catherine Herridge. There are a number of state and, and federal investigations uh, as well, uh, specifically the special counsel looking at the alleged mishandling of classified information after President Trump left office. And then, of course, the Georgia case, which has gained a lot of steam in recent weeks. That's the allegation that the former president was looking for about 11,000 votes around the time of the November election. Again, we are following breaking news out of New York, where a grand jury has just voted to indict former President Donald Trump. They've been investigating whether Mr. Trump falsified business records in 2016. This is CBS News. Of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1 800 935 7267 and you are guaranteed a $20 gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1 800 935 7267. Call now and you will receive a free. American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-935-7267 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty Coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-935-7267. In Nashville today, police released some of the 911 calls from the elementary school where six people were killed earlier this week. We have to warn you, this may be disturbing to hear. Is that at Covenant School? Managing the bills as well. People called dispatchers in tears and begged for help in hushed voices. The White House is now condemning Russia for arresting Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovitz, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Last night, senior White House officials spoke directly with Mr. Gershkovitz, the employer, the Wall Street Journal. The State Department has also been in touch with the Wall Street Journal and his family on this matter. Gershkovitz pleaded not guilty in a Moscow court today. 
today. Meantime, the White House also says there's new evidence that Russia is looking to North Korea for more weapons in its war with Ukraine. The deal would provide some much-needed food and other commodities to Pyongyang. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s. And less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-935-7267. And you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-935-7267. Call now, and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-935-7267 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-935-7267. Jackson Jones on first. With a decent lead over there. Throw back that way. He slides back in head first, dirtying up the uniform. Typical here, the Park Hill Sports Complex. Not just the wind, but the dust that gets kicked around with it as well with an all-dirt infield. Oh, no. Big hack from Cason Murphy. He wanted to launch that one to right field himself. But instead, he swings over the top of it. But you got to give credit to the folks here that uh, take care of the field because in the old days, it was a dust bowl, you know, of the year. Now it's not so bad. Uh, dust does get up and move around a little bit. I'm sure by the time we get home tonight, we'll be coated. But uh, it doesn't really hinder the play very much. Jones with the lead at first. The 1-1. Breaking ball, got the outside part of the plate. Nice backdoor breaking ball from Clayton Drury. Counts it's one ball, two strikes. Murphy digs in. Wide stance in the left-handed batter's box. And another throw over to first base, diving back close this time, though. It was Jackson Jones once again. Pitch, fought off foul. I think it's one of the rules that I talked about for the last couple of years and maybe implemented in Major League Baseball is limiting the number of throws to first, and after so many, then it's automatically uh, awarded a second base. That's one rule I won't go along with because I think uh, you had some great base dealers down through the years that could have probably worked that rule big time and just got themselves an extra base by making the pitcher throw over there so much. I'll tell you why that rule has to exist, though, in just a moment here. A couple peaks over to first from Clayton Drury, and the pitch swung on a miss, strike three. Cason Murphy goes down on strikes, and for Clayton Drury, that's his second strikeout of the ball game, and that'll bring Sammy Callaway back up to the plate. He's one for one with a single on a hard ground ball, hit the right field. Here's why that's necessary with the pitch clock rule. In the minors, when it was instituted previously, before it got instituted now to Major League Baseball, there was a loophole exploited. There's a throw over to first base that gets away from Isaac Viox and out of play. And Jones will just trot into second base standing up as there's no fence over there separating what is the first base foul territory once you get past the infield. 
and the rest of the Park Hill Sports Complex. So that ball is just gone at this point. Coach Gag takes a bit of a walk, looks at it, and is going to send someone on his bench <laughs> to go get it instead, someone a little bit younger than yeah. he is. Hey, you, not playing right now. Go get that ball <laughs> and get that one while you're at it because it's headed the same direction on a foul. Count now 0-1. That's an error on Clayton Drury, by the way. But it was a loophole that pitchers in the minors are exploiting with the pitch clock rule where, oh, if you're running low on the pitch clock and you want more time, just toss it over to first base. You know, even if he's still standing on the bag, just throw it over that way. Now you get some more time. And so they had to implement that rule. Otherwise, at the major league level, people would be using the same exact exploit. Fastball swung on and miss. Down is 0-2, so it may not necessarily be favorable by you, and a lot of baseball fans feel that way as well, but it's one of those, listen, if we want these games to move faster, which I've been loving through spring training and through the games that have gone final today so far, it, it has to come with it as well. The 0-2. Foul tipped, held on to by Alex Viox, the catcher, and that will do it for the third and final out in the bottom of the second inning. No runs, one hit, one error, and a runner left stranded on second base in Jackson Jones. Your score through two innings complete. It's 5-3, to three. Central Rebels out in front of the Valley Catholic Warriors on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. Download the KFMO app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store today. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, Call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full-service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills. Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills. Mineral Area College in Park Hills. And the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Top of the third inning, 5-3 to three your score. Central Rebels lead the Valley Catholic Warriors and the count is 0-2 to Chase Fallert. To lead off the top of the third inning... Valley Catholic beginning their second time through the order. Low just misses for a ball. One and two, your count. 
think everybody was looking for strike three there, except the one guy that counts, and that's the home plate umpire. I think even Chase Ballard might have thought that was going to be strike three. The one-two. Well, that's definitely strike three. The question is, can Jackson Jones make a play on it as it gets away from him, throw up the line to first? There's a collision, but hanging on to it is Lucas Whitehead. It's a great job by Lucas Whitehead because that ball was thrown kind of into the runner, and he was kind of caught in no man's land. He just kind of put his foot on the bag and tried to block it as it came in a low throw but he scooped it out of the dirt and even had the uh, first base coach for valley throwing up the safe signal trying to uh, you know influence the umpire but the ump was right there and made the call that was a really close play over at first base and credit to lucas whitehead now, i don't think they would have changed the call if he had dropped it there after the collision with chase fowler but just for hanging on in the first place any of you listening at home probably listened in to the Valley Catholic Central football games. You know what kind of an athlete and a runner Chase Fallert is. As the count is 0-2 now to Grant Fallert. Murphy working quickly once again. He certainly would have no qualms with a pitch clock here in high school baseball. There's one missing way outside. Count now one ball and two strikes. Isaac Viox awaiting his turn on deck. He'll bat this inning. I did see one argument against the pitch clock the other day that did make sense to me. And I'll tell you in a minute. Swung on a miss, strike three, Grant Fowler chases the curveball, and that's the sixth strikeout of the ball game here in the top of the third inning for Jason Murphy, and that'll bring Isaac Viox up to the plate. And the, and the argument was, and it's not a great one, it's not a great one, but it's something to kind of keep an eye on because you never know if the ball clubs start to say something, and that is you don't sell as many concessions in a shorter game. Breaking ball, <laughs> chopped, foul, and it rolls into fair territory, and it's picked up by Sammy Callaway at third. Easy throw onto first, and out at first base is Alex Viox with his palms up. I think he's saying it hit off of him, and Nathan Gag is making the same argument with the home plate umpire right now. He's having that conversation with the umpire, but I don't think he's convincing him otherwise. Yeah, the home plate umpire did what he was supposed to do, and that is don't make a call, don't say anything, just come out from behind the plate. And now and the wait. umpires are going to confer with one another, but based on his reaction, I think Coach Nathan Gag kind of sees the writing on the wall here that this one probably won't be overturned. And, yeah, I see the first base umpire shaking his head, and, yes, they signal out. So that's a ground out, 5-3. That was a foul ball for a fair bit, but... Must have kicked off a stone or something like that here in the all-dirt infield of the Park Hill Sports Complex. And Sammy Calloway heads up baseball, plays it easily across the diamond to first for the third and final out. Middle third, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. And nine pitches, that inning comes to a close. We head to the bottom half with Kendall Horton to lead things off for the Central Rebels. They lead 5-3 to three in the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart. Shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Save-A-Lot food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. 
High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. To the bottom of the third inning we go. It's a 5-3 lead for the Central Rebels over the Valley Catholic Warriors in Central. Back up to the plate once again. 5-6-7 and seven all do up here. And it's Kendall Horton to lead things off. He's one for one with that triple. Back in the five-run first inning for the Central Rebels. And he takes the first pitch ball low and away, 1-0. Yeah, I, I was talking about that, uh, the whole concession stand with the pitch clock. And games going faster, it's probably not going to make that much of a difference except for the lack of those three-hour games. Smack towards shore. Chase Ballard is there. Across the diamond to first in time. And there's one away in the bottom of the third inning. And I'll tell you what. I've got some inside information on the expectations for that this season with the St. Louis Cardinals as part of our opening day broadcast that we had on B104.3. Uh, one of the people that we talked to was the head of concessions, in fact, for Bush Stadium. And she was telling me that their expectations are about the same. They were looking at the numbers through spring training and... Uh, she said the numbers for sales were about the same as they were back in 2019, the last pre-COVID season that baseball had as that pitch pumped in for a strike to Matt Mannion, 0-1 oh, your counts. And she said uh, that the biggest thing is, is that usually by the seventh inning, people are done eating at that point anyway. That's true. So, you know, maybe they'll get a little something to snack on or another drink to get them through the rest of the game. But at that point, the needle's not moving much after the seventh inning. So it's not quite cut down as much. But I did ask them about that because I'm curious about that as well as, you know, less time at the ball game. That means you're going to be drinking fewer beverages. That means you're going to be out of there before you get quite as hungry as you would if you were sticking around. Count is 0-2 to Mannion after he swings through the second pitch he sees. That one way off the plates. It's a 1-2 count to Matt Mannion. And I would think that if the concession stands want to keep up with that, they just need to put more people in or at least get their service faster because if you get a bunch of people standing in line for a long time, that cuts down too. 1-2, swung and a miss, strike three, down on strikes is Matt Mannion. I'm glad we are having this discussion today because I've got all the insider information on that <laughs> kind of stuff now. Here's a new thing they unveiled at Bush Stadium this year is, and in similar concept, you might have seen it online, where like Amazon, the grab-and-go grocery stores that they're making. Similar concept, but you grab all the stuff you need, you right. put it down on this little like tray kind of thing, and it senses all the stuff that you put down on it, and it brings you up for that. Yeah. So you just place your items down, your beverages, your food, and then all of a sudden it says, doot, 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 all right, $24.99. You swipe your credit card and you walk out. So with fewer people, they're able to actually even work faster that way. Isn't that neat? That is pretty cool. Jeremy Booyer, the uh, organist for the Cardinals and the Blues, who's a uh, Potosi native. Really nice guy. Yeah, really great, great guy. Did you get to meet him today? I haven't had a chance to meet him yet, actually. Not today. I was there quite early this morning, way earlier than he would be. As There's an excuse me check swing from Lucas Whitehead that hugs the third base line and stays fair all the way for an excuse me single for Lucas Whitehead with two outs. Well, that's what you do. You just put the ball in play, just get the uh, bat on the ball, and it'll go places. That's what Joe Bryant did last time up. Yep. And uh, he got on uh, first base, wound up in second with a stolen base, and is able to use his wheels just a bit. Now he comes up in a two-out situation with a chance to keep the line moving. Now, Jeremy's a great guy, and uh, sometime I'll you know hook you up with him. I've had a chance to communicate with him before, just never had a chance to make his acquaintance in person. Really nice guy. I've enjoyed all the conversations I've had with him. As the count sits 1-0 as Bryant scoots back out of the way of that one. Decent lead over at first base for Lucas Whitehead. And the pitch. High and outside missing for a ball. 2-0 and oh your counts. 
On the topic of food at Bush Stadium, there is uh, a couple new food options this year. Shaq's uh, chicken, fried chicken chain is coming to Bush Stadium this wow. year. Yeah, that's a new eatery they've got. Uh, Freddy's Steak Burgers is a new one this year. And Mission Taco. I know that's going to be a popular one at Bush Stadium this year. The 2-1. Low and outside, missing for a ball. Three and one, your count. Barrett Henson on deck. And well, you don't want to put Lucas Whitehead and Joe Bryant, especially with the speed Bryant's got on base. A 3-1. High in the air, right field. Carson Tucker drifting towards the line. He's got it for out number three in the bottom of the third inning. Score remains 5-3 to three after the Central Rebels get no runs off of one hit, no errors, and they leave one stranded. We are through three innings complete. This inning break, it's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool, video games, and of course any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed. We won't be beat. Placid Tire Service is the low price leader on tires. And if you do manage to find a lower price on a comparable tire, we'll match it with our low price pledge. Stretch your dollars with outstanding deals from Placid Tire Service on tires for your car, van, truck, crossover, SUV, and more. Placid Tire Service has a huge selection of tires in stock and ready to install today. Plus, get six months deferred interest on purchases of $149 or more with your Plaza Tire Service card. For the best deal on tires, see Plaza Tire Service. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Top of the fourth inning we go. That inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan and Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. Pitch missing high and outside for a ball to Alex Viox. The count is all even at one ball, one strike. And a 5-3 ball game favoring the Central Rebels. Low in the zone, misses for a ball, 2-1 and one now your count. The reason I brought up Jeremy in that last inning, I wanted to finish that story real quick, is that he talks about stores in St. Louis where you walk in, grab what you want, walk out the door, and it automatically charges your uh, card, whatever yeah. it is. Swung so, and a miss, strike two. And that's similar to what this is. It's yeah. a very similar technology to that. The 2-2. Two, two. Smacked into center field. Coming on is Kendall Horton. It'll drop in front of him for a base hit. Alex Viax leads off the top of the fourth inning with a single, and that'll bring the game-tying run to the plate with Jackson Fowler, the DH. By the way, I'll, I'll throw one more plug in for Jeremy because uh, pretty good guy, as we say, and he's a Cardinal uh, uh, organist and blues organist. Uh, he's got a uh, couple of releases on Apple Music now of him playing uh, tunes from like Here Comes the King and stuff like that for ringtones. Ooh. So you can go find him on uh, Apple Music and uh, get some of that for your phone for baseball season if you want. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Lead it first for Alex Viox. Jackson Fowler. Here comes the pitch to him. Swung on a miss for a strike. Fowler on the game so far. Worked a walk in his first and only plate appearance. Pitch to him. Pumped in for a strike. Well, both pitchers are kind of settled in. We've seen a couple of uh, hits from Valley since their explosion there in the second inning, but uh, are at least uh, making good contact with the ball. Fowler takes one low in the zone for a ball. Jackson Jones traps it in front of him. Fowler, he worked that walk, advanced to third on an error by the right fielder, Matt Mannion, and eventually came around to score on that home run from Clayton Drury. One of three runs to come home in the second inning. Jason Murphy. Shakes off a couple signs. Now finally nods, and time is called at the plate by Jackson Fowler. I was getting ready to say, and I think probably you could look at this game and say the only mistake that was made was that three-run home run pitch, and really was that a mistake, or was it a ball that was hit just about right, and the wind did the rest? Pitch misses for a ball. They say the batter did not go around, so it's a one-two count now. Viox, that's Alex Viox, that is, at first. Jackson Fowler up at the plate with Carson Tucker on deck. A 1-2. Got the corner, called strike three, down-looking Jackson Fowler for out number one in the top of the fourth. Carson Tucker will come to the plate. That's seven strikeouts now for Cason Murphy. That's the first one, I believe, in the game that's been a uh, strikeout-looking. Cason having another good ball game. Really just one swing is... And the only time Valley Catholic's gotten to him, but it's been a big one swing, and that's why it's a two-run ball game here. As Carson Tucker behind on that first pitch to him. He fights it off foul and out of play. That game in uh, Fredericktown the other day, and uh, you look up and, and you see in the middle of the game, Ryan Salton has nine strikeouts, and it was like, wait, when did that happen? Uh, this is not quite as quiet. Uh, you've seen Casey Murphy pitch pretty doggone well all day today. Really, we've seen him pitch well since his freshman year. There's a throw over to first to check on Alex Viox. I mean, I remember when this kid was a freshman and watching him pitch, and it's like, wow. It, it's not even this kid's going to be special. It's this kid's already special when he's on the mound. He's a little lefty. He's grown quite a bit since then, and he is just a killer on the mound. Driven in the air, center field. Kendall Horton's there. He settles, makes the play, two down. Having a good defensive center fielder like Kendall Horton is such a big plus for your team because on a ball hit like that, again, the wind blowing, kind of gusting from time to time. He just kind of drifted over, got under it. He played it well. He uh, got under it, made the catch, brings it back in, two outs. Well, and here's the thing. He's only playing center field because the usual center fielder for the Central Rebels is on the mound right now. It's it's Kaysen Murphy who will bump Kendall Horton over to right field when he's in center. And just look at the athleticism you got in the outfield when that happens. There's one that gets away from Lucas Whitehead, but there to jump on is Barrett Henson as it kind of ricocheted either off of Lucas Whitehead and his foot or off of the first base bag and right towards the second baseman, Barrett Henson. Otherwise, Alex Viox would be standing at second himself. I think it actually hit off of his uh, foot and it came up and hit his knee. Driven to left field, Joe Bryant, interesting path to the ball, loses the hat, but does not lose the baseball as he tracks it down for the third and final out in the top of the fourth inning. Bit of an adventurous path for Joe Bryant to the ball, but it goes as a fly out nonetheless. And no runs, one hit, 
No errors and one runner left stranded on base by the Valley Catholic Warriors as we're through three and a half. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Five to three, central out in front of Valley Catholic on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. When you buy a vehicle, it's a big purchase and often a sacrifice. Hi, I'm John Robinson, sales manager of Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Farmington. When you're thinking about buying a new or used vehicle, we understand the hard work it takes to pay for one. That is why we work harder than any other dealership to get you the best deal possible. At Pettis Automotive, we will get you into the vehicle you need and want for the best price with the best customer service. Visit us today on the Outer Road off Highway 67 and let us help you get into the vehicle you've been dreaming about. Pettis Automotive, we will work harder for you than any other dealership. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small-town thing, but it's big-time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock, offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart, or buying a car isn't rocket science. Will Donald Trump surrender on the handcuffed and fingerprinted? Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms, Dairies in Park Hills, Sam's is in Fort Lincoln, Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Wade's Insurance Agency in Farmington. ...made to former porn star Stormy Daniels. CBS's Robert Costa joins us with great details. here in Park Hills, about an hour northways at Bush Stadium. We are at the bottom of the sixth inning right now. In a 5-5 contest with Cardinals rookie... Thousands protest at Tennessee's state capitol demanding tighter gun laws. And for the first time, the chilling calls for help from inside that elementary school. They're coming, they're coming. Two Black Hawk helicopters. CBS News Special Report. A New York grand jury has indicted former President Trump. CBS News anchor Nora O'Donnell has details. This indictment filed under seal by the Manhattan DA could be announced in the coming days. It would also mean that Donald Trump would be asked to surrender and face arraignment on charges yet to be announced. The grand jury had been investigating Mr. Trump on allegations linked to falsifying business records. This is about hush money payments made in 2016 by his former fixer, Michael Cohen to Stormy Daniels, the porn star. CBS's Robert Costa, the former president, called for protests. He had the expectation of an arrest, and he called for protests. So there's real unease, a lot of officers on edge in New York about what could happen when Trump comes in to be fingerprinted and ultimately arraigned. Mr. Trump has denied the allegations, and his lawyers say they will vigorously fight this indictment. CBS News Special Report, I'm Monica Rick. For the first time ever, 
fact, the former president of the United States has been indicted and will face criminal charges. A grand jury voting today to charge Donald J. Trump. The precise charges are under seal and not yet known. Alvin Bragg in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office case is linked to Trump's role in hush money payments to former porn star Stormy Daniels. All actions taken from before he became president. But Trump also faces legal scrutiny in three cases from his time in office. Mr. Trump reacting just a short time ago, calling this a political persecution and a witch hunt. We want to show you live pictures of Trump's Florida resort, Mar-a-Lago, and note that this indictment has wide-ranging implications. The former president has already declared as a candidate for the 2024 race for the Oval Office. Also now to New York, because we are learning their police have stepped up security, and CBS News has learned that every NYPD officer, including plainclothes officers, have been ordered to be in full uniform for tomorrow's shifts, and they should be ready to deploy. There is concern about security. There is concern about protests. We've got a lot of developments to get to. Let's bring in CBS's Robert Costa, who broke this news for here at CBS News. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. An explosive political and legal moment. A former president indicted while he runs once again for the presidency. And tonight, Trump moments ago vowed to fight back, calling this indictment political persecution at the highest level in history. The indictment is still under seal, but CBS has learned former President Trump will be instructed by the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg to surrender and face arraignment. The charges are unknown for now, but all center around payments made to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Having a former president fingerprinted and then arraigned in open court presents some unprecedented challenges. There will be a lot of planning that uh, will go into it. There will be advance work, as the Secret Service would do in any uh, protected visit. And I can assure you that uh, all of the law enforcement partners uh, at the state, local and federal level, will be joined uh, hand in hand with the Secret Service to accomplish this mission. The prosecution's main witness is Michael Cohen, who made the actual payment to Daniels, a payment the former president had denied knowing about. Security had been increased around the Manhattan courthouse in recent days, and the DA had received death threats after Trump posted last week that he would be indicted. Now that the indictment has happened, police likely will ramp up their presence again. He will be processed. He will have a mugshot. He will get a booking number. He will uh, give fingerprints, albeit electronically rather than by ink. And ultimately, whether or not he will be handcuffed, is expressionary for the police, in this case, the NYPD. And Robert Costa, I know you have been speaking with members of Trump's legal team. What do they say is next? They're going to fight this at every turn. First, move to dismiss the indictment, and then ultimately, if it goes to trial, to question the credibility of the key witness, Michael Cohen. Robert Costa, thank you very much. I want to bring in our chief Washington correspondent, CBS's Major Garrett. So, I mean, President Trump has survived two impeachments, other charges against him. What happens now? He's a candidate for president of the United States. So, in theory, the former president has been 
trying this case in the public sphere for about the last nine days. And, just and national going. polls indicate he is prospered as a result of that. Like Many Republicans have already rallied to Mr. Defense on Capitol Hill just hours after this indictment, having never seen the indictment. We still don't know what the underlying charges are and how they line up with New York law. So having not seen that, there's a rallying effect around the former president. But to your point, opening this broadcast, New York police are beefing up. This becomes a traumatic event for the country. That in no way benefits former President Trump because that deepens a sense of national trauma about his underlying conduct. And though Republicans will rally around it, this has a long way to go on the facts, the law, and the politics. And the former president's conduct, and he's already talked about protests, implications of violence, all of that will be laid at his doorstep. And he could say, well, after January 6th, he really didn't touch me. The second time around, very well, may be different. Legal experts have already said this is the weakest of some of the cases against Donald Trump. He's facing those three other probes from actions that he took while in office. You hear Republicans today saying this was a misstep by that Manhattan district attorney. There have been that sense that this is not the case to bring. Is this really the set of facts? And is this the underlying law that is so clear cut, that is so imperative that we must indict a former president? As Robert well knows, and as I've learned the last week and a half, those in the Trump inner circle much more concerned about the actions of the special counsel here in Washington, D.C. And the series of setbacks dealt to Trump and his attorneys in both the questions about his handling or mishandling of classified documents and his actions leading up to and on January 6th. Those cases are are also moving so the forward, and the series of losses the by the Trump the legal team there concern them much more the deeply than what has just happened today in Manhattan. Galloway, so good to always have you reporting in, in the analysis, Major Garrett, RBI Robert Pasta, thank you so much. Really My grief turned to rebels. anger today in after Nashville, that, four days after the deadly school shooting that killed six people, including three children. Thousands of protesters descended on the state capitol to demand action on gun reform. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Nashville, where authorities just released the 911 calls from Monday's shooting. And a warning, some of the calls are disturbing. The first 911 calls from the Covenant School came just after 10 a.m. Monday, muffled but clearly desperate. Approximately how many shots have you heard? But it doesn't appear here like you can be using Witnesses describe the shooter dressed in a vest and camouflage. Going down the hall shooting, there's glass in the doors. Another caller cowering in an art room closet shushes students as she calls for help. They're coming, they're coming. Okay, I don't know what's going on there. But, um... Outside Tennessee State Capitol building, the second stage of grief, anger. Thousands of protesters demanding new laws to limit the state's easy access to guns. It's the worst feeling to know that I send my children somewhere every day where they are a target. Outrage bubbled over after the deadliest school shooting in state history. Three children and three staff members dead. We have to put something in action. More laws in place. Inside the towards third, a dive from Epstein, and he can't to get to it. The crowd One run will score students and Two runs will score. They demanded state lawmakers hear them out. Waiting for the call from the umpire out at third base is Casey Murphy. Trying to stretch it to third. In Washington, D.C. Wednesday, a Democratic congressman confronted a Republican member about GOP opposition to more gun restrictions. Well, he got a uh, good bat on it. Can't say wood anymore, but he, he hit the ball hard. He right down the third base line. Great try that time by Aaron Eftink, but he just could not get to it. 
And, the grieving uh, behind me moves into a new phase tomorrow with the first funeral for one of the three school children killed in the attack. And remember, all those children were just nine years old. Mark Strassman, thank you so much. Now to a tragic loss in the U.S. military to tell you about tonight. A deadly accident took the lives of nine soldiers in southwest Kentucky last night. Officials say two Black Hawk helicopters crashed during a routine training mission about 30 miles outside the Fort Campbell Army Base. CBS's Janet Shamlin is there and spoke to an expert about the dangers of nighttime training. This is the field where two Black Hawk helicopters went down late last night. Emergency crews raced to the seen, but it was too late. Yeah, Toronto's going to have Two one of the best came over, uh, pretty low, and all of a sudden, uh, as soon as they got over the house, something popped, loud, loud bang, and everything shut down just all of a sudden. The Blackhawks were a version used for medical evacuations from the 101st Airborne Division at Fort Campbell. They were on a training mission using night vision goggles when the aircraft collided and went down in a field near the Kentucky-Tennessee border. I would like to express our deepest sympathies to the families of our fallen soldiers. According to a Facebook post, North Carolina Pastor Tim Gore identified his son Caleb as one of the victims, saying he was the light of my world. Chuck Nadd is a former Army Black Hawk pilot. How much more difficult is it to fly a helicopter at night? When you're flying a Black Hawk helicopter at night, you have much less margin of error. You have to be on top of your game because the rate of closure, depth perception, all of that is diminished. The Army says one of the helicopters had five soldiers on board. The other, four. Oh, yeah, they're not all we're going to wrap our arms around these families. And we're going to be there with them, not just for the days, but the weeks and the months and the years to come. A Black Hawk from the Tennessee National Guard crashed in Alabama last month. Two reservists were killed. And last year, two Black Hawks with the Utah National Guard crashed during training. Everyone survived. The game itself, adjusting your batting gloves. Tonight, a flight safety team from Alabama's Fort Rucker is here investigating the crash, and the news has been devastating for the community that supports or Campbell. People around here feel very connected to the military. No doubt. Janet Shanley, and thank you so much. Turning now overseas, the arrest of an American journalist on espionage charges is yet another sign of the deteriorating relations between the United States and Russia. The Wall Street Journal's Evan Gershkovich is the first U.S. reporter to face spying charges in Russia since the end of the Cold War. CBS's chief foreign affairs correspondent, Robert Brennan, reports the State Department is condemning the detention in the strongest possible terms. The Kremlin claims Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich was caught red-handed on Wednesday while trying to obtain classified information. She is under the cover of journalist activity. Russia accuses the 31-year-old American, an accredited journalist, of working as a spy in the city of Yekaterinburg. He was arrested by Russia's top security agency, the FSB. Give everyone else credit, I wasn't allowed to the hearing. Gershkovich's lawyer said Russian authorities refused to let him into a very quick hearing. A lot of managers would have been journalists should be detained for nearly two months. The Wall Street Journal vehemently denies the espionage allegations, and U.S. officials have not yet been permitted to see or speak with him. It is unclear whether this is a tit-for-tat arrest. Six days ago, the Justice Department charged Russian national Sergei Cherkasov for fraudulently posing as a student while working as an intelligence agent in the U.S. from 2017 until 2020. The espionage allegations against Gershkovich are similar to those against 53-year-old American Paul Whelan, who has been 
stuck of behind the, bars uh, since 2018. Former U.S. Warriors. Ambassador to Russia John Sullivan visited the FSB now, facility where Gerskovich is being held. That reporter is now charged with espionage. Something sure. that significant would be a Yeah, I think he's telling them they got to get back inside their dugout as well. Nora, the arrest of a journalist is having a like chilling said, effect on the few Western reporters remaining inside in Russia. The State Department, in the meantime, in, so uh, is urging the release under, uh, of this journalist and advising all Americans to immediately back. leave Russia. Now, I mean, full three and two Margaret once the play now does details. resume. Thank you so much. With two outs in the bottom Tonight, of the fourth inning, Americans the Central Rebels have already played a severe so far. They're trying to get more with tail dryer courtesy running at second base at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nor good evening. We're expecting Smack to the right side, through for a base hit into right really field. Carson Tucker comes up with it. Bobbles, he can't handle it cleanly. Coming in to score is Tail Dryer with the throw gets away from Midwest, Mid-South, Deep South. Also extreme winds and very large hair. This will really take shape in the afternoon and evening on Friday. It's going to feel like a very warm, humid spring day for us in many locations. All the warm moist air out ahead of a low pressure, cold front, and dry line. Temperatures will be in the 70s. And 80s. The timing of these storms really it's the middle of the afternoon. We're targeting areas in the Midwest and the South in particular for some very intense tornadoes. That all forms a squall line, or as we go through the nighttime hours, and many areas will be at risk for straight line winds right through the night on Friday. Mike Bettis, thank you. Now to this other developing story. A freight train derailment led to an evacuation of residents in a small Minnesota town about 100 miles west of Minneapolis. The BNSF train was hauling ethanol and corn syrup when it crashed and caught fire around 1 a.m. last night. Officials say there is no threat to the public and residents were allowed to return to their homes late this morning. Also, no injuries were reported and the NTSB has arrived on the scene to investigate. Second, There's news no tonight about Pope Francis. The, the Vatican says the pontiff made a market improvement since undergoing treatment for bronchitis in a Rome hospital on Wednesday. Doctors say the 86-year-old could be discharged in the next few days. It's still unknown if he'll recover in time for Palm Sunday this weekend or Easter the following weekend. And there is breaking news from Utah where a jury has reached a verdict in the Gwyneth Paltrow skiing accident trial. Those new details next. Now what? You say it when things go wrong. At Prudential, we think you should say it when things go right, too. Like when you score your dream job. Or the, sell your business. Thatcher? I guess it has to be. Or discover she's smart. It's a really steal of third. And the question is, did he come Here's home on an error? You connect with Prudential's rock-solid team, serving over 50 million people with investment, insurance, and retirement know-how. Who's your rock? Visit Prudential.com or speak to an advisor today. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha lipoic acid to relieve occasional nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort. Try Nervive Nerve Relief. This year at Ashley's anniversary sale, we were able to secure a more affordable price on the same great quality as before. And we're passing those savings on to you. And bonus savings on outdoor furniture. Only at Ashley. With Allegra, allergies don't hold us back. Allergy Allegra starts working two times faster than Claritin. 
And unlike Zyrtec, it won't it, make us drowsy. Allegra gives you the fastest, yeah, non-drowsy 24-hour allergy relief, so you can live yeah. your Picked greatness. We founded your kayak company because you love the ocean, not spreadsheets. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Central Rebels have uncorked a 9 When pain says I I say, so it is. Just one alive. 12 hours of uninterrupted pain relief. Follow the Ali. rainbow this month to find what the deal of your for? dreams. Hi, Ashley Sism from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime worse. warranty. The luck of the Irish is a theme all around, but there's no need for luck when you shop topping, here, local in town. Making us your first stop to shop won't ever get old. Because this month, we want to help you find your pot of gold. Trade up and trade out of your ride today. Don't think that you can? We'll show you the way. This March, get employee pricing on all new Edge Escape and EcoSports. It's been far too long and deals have been few. But with x pricing this month, we're giving back to Visit you. A great PD car buying experience is no mythical creature Densify in green. It's a local hometown staff that truly makes you feel seen. There's no but need for luck or for shopping around. Crest we get most buyers approved with no money down. Rebuilding your credit isn't like searching for clover. Our team will help throw past credit over your shoulder. Follow the rainbow this month to your pot of gold and employee pricing. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln today. Call 431-3177 or online at Sism4.com. Was we not considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched in person visuals and a injured him and exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. Well, the jury agreed Paltrow's claim that he entered to her. Shelter insurance has award-winning customer service plus attorney's fees. Our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. Find out how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto, home, and life needs. 573-358-3674. Dancing is Top of the fifth inning begins Soccer with a three-pitch strikeout. But her moderate to severe and eczema one away, that will bring Ryland Fowler to the my plate. He pops so one up foul territory, first base side, and there now, is Matt Mannion in right field itchy. to make now, the play. And quickly, there are two outs. There's a power inside all of us to live our passion. Well, that's what and you want your sense works come on in out of the uh, beginning where you pick up four more runs. It helps that block a key source of inflammation inside the body that can cause eczema. So they can have clearer skin and less itch. Top of the fifth inning. Serious allergic reactions away, can occur that, that can be bring severe. Tell your doctor about new or worsening eye problems, such as eye pain or vision changes, Excuse including blurred vision, Ballard joint aches and pain, or a parasitic infection. Don't change or stop asthma medicines Ballard, without talking to your doctor. Healing from so within far. is a wonderful that thing. Ask your child's eczema specialist how to fix them can help Ballard, heal their skin from right. within. When you really need to sleep, you reach for the really good stuff. Seek Clotra to sleep hitter, better and longer when you need it most. It's non-habit forming and powered by the makers of NyQuil. Zequil Ultra, when you really, really need to sleep. Bitch, missing for ball two. Diabetes, two balls, two strikes. It's count. important to have confidence in the nutritional drink you Chase choose. Ballard, Try boosted glucose control. It's swing. clinically Jason shown Murphy's to help manage blood sugar levels and contains high-quality protein to help manage of hunger and support muscle health. Try boost today. Really, outside of that 3-1 home run, he's looked solid throughout this game. Is there's a walk on a 3-2. Get back to the James Ballard does do something different. 
The Senra is an add-on treatment for eosinophilic asthma. Having too many eosinophils, a type of white blood cell, can cause inflammation and asthma symptoms. The Senra is designed to target and remove eosinophils and helps prevent asthma attacks. The Senra is one dose every eight weeks. The Senra can help patients to breathe better. Most patients did not have an asthma attack in the first year. And the Senra helps lower the use of oral steroids. The Senra is not for sudden breathing problems or other eosinophilic conditions. Allergic reactions may occur. Check over at first ballot back in time. Without talking with your doctor, for a ball, Tell snap throw, but goes down to second. Headache and from Jackson Jones, they had a chance. If you had a chance, they threw the first. I think they could have gotten a better pickle. Yeah, I think you expect to take off it. The runner just took off maybe a couple of steps. If you can't afford your medication, AstraZeneca may be able to help. My secret to beating sick chicks? In there, secret dry spray. Just spray and stay fresh all day. My turn. Secret actually fights odor, pitch, and it's aluminum free. Hours later, still fresh. Secret works. He said that runner leaning a couple of times. Nate Burleson gets personal with rapper Matt Lamar. Hip hop music actually comes home this time. Swung and a miss. Strike three to end the top of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. For and the first time in more than five decades, every major league baseball inning, team Rebels is playing ball today Catholic for Warriors, opening day. Nine to three, the Washington Nationals and Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees and San Francisco Giants played the first of today's 15 matchups. This year, there are some major rule changes designed to speed up the game and increase action and relationships. Larger bases and no pesky The outlook you'll leave with will bring light to darkness. And sports announcer Jim Nance's final basketball dance is coming up. We sit down with the legendary broadcast character as well as earning potential. Learn more at mobat.edu. To learn more about how you can join us this summer, call 573-431-9700 or visit us at our Farmington Regional Learning Center. Carry Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted Best Body Shop in the Parkland in 2018. American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory-trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shop. The Riverside Grill in Park Hills, Ledco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones Agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Cannon in Park Hills. New pitcher in the ball game for the Valley Catholic Warriors. It is Grant Ballard who takes over for Clayton Drury on the hill. The book is done. Clayton Drury pitched four innings complete, facing 22 batters and throwing 79 pitches by my count, 44 strikes, 35 balls. He allowed eight hits, seven runs, six of them were earned. He walked three, struck out four, didn't walk the batter. ERA of 10.5. Get an updated and COVID vaccine and stay out there. To lead off Safely. the bottom of the fifth inning, it's Lucas Whitehead who digs into the left-handed batter's box. 
Ashley's anniversary mattress sale is going on now. Celebrate decades of Russell Knight's 0% interest for five years. Bring home a Tempur-Pedic or Stearns & Foster mattress starting at $34 per month or a purple hybrid mattress from $35 per month only at Ashley. Type 2 diabetes? Discover the Ozempic Trizone. My Ozempic Trizone, I lowered my A1C, CB risk, and lost some weight. In studies, the majority of people reached an A1C under 7 and maintained it. Ozempic lowers the risk of major cardiovascular events such as stroke, heart attack, or death, and adults also ignore heart disease. And you may lose weight. Adults lost up to 14 pounds. Ozempic isn't for people with type 1 diabetes. Don't share needles or pens or reuse needles. Don't take Ozempic if you or your family ever had medulla thyroid cancer or had multiple endocrineal plasia syndrome type 2 or if allergic to it. Stop Ozempic and get medical help right away if you get a lump or swelling in your neck. Right your back up the middle or an allergic reaction. Serious side effects may Joe include Bryant pancreatitis. Gallbladder problems may occur. Tell your provider about vision problems or changes. Well. Taking Ozempic with a saphonylurea or insulin may increase low blood sugar risk. Side effects like nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea may lead to dehydration, which may worsen kidney problems. Ask your healthcare provider about the Ozempic trial. You may pay as little as $25. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha lipoic acid to relieve occasional nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort. Try Nervive Nerve Relief. Tonight. Okay, come on, let's go. Oh, heck, that pigeon's passing me. Come here, you rough neck ruffian. There's a new late show with Brooke Shields. Tonight on CBS. You need to be so skillful. The final four of the men's NCAA basketball tournament tips off this weekend. And this year's March Madness will be a fitting end for sports broadcasting legend Jim Nance, who's calling his final tournament after nearly 40 old, years. Take, we spoke to him for I mean, tonight's person to person. A March madness to remember, to with Cinderella like stories upsetting every bracket. We're so used to this being a gathering of the heavyweights. They're not here. What we do have here is a collection of underdogs. Teams of dreamers. This is Jim Nance's 37th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Cinderella would show up maybe in the first round. Maybe they would steal a second game. But to make it all the way to the promised land, as we call it, the final four, it's unprecedented. Nance gave us a window into how he prepares for each game with his signature research board. I have notes, pages after pages after pages. Ultimately, I just put a scratch out a few things on a board that resides in front of me when I call the game. Three teams teams will make their first ever appearance in the final four, but for the voice of the tournament, it will be his last. What made you want to step back? I'm not retiring in any capacity. My kids need daddy at home, and daddy needs to be them more too, so something had to give. Uh, it was a difficult decision. Nance's journey ends where it all began, in Houston, where he attended college and got his start in broadcasting. And I'm very grateful that the city gave me that chance. A chance he doesn't take for granted. I have just a huge heart-filled measure of thanks for being able to have the seat for that long to tell so many stories and document so many great events. And um, no regrets. I'm just uh, looking forward to one last celebration of college basketball, not me.
Jim Nance will continue to lead CBS's coverage of the NFL, golf, and of course, including the Masters. And you can see more of our interview, including Nance's final four predictions tonight on the CBS News app. That's at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. He is terrific. This is one of the best interviews I've ever done. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Stephan into Loge, 9-3, Central out in front of Valley Catholic. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. This is a historic moment. See Bill Best on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. soldiers die during a training mission. This is a truly tragic loss. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. And for the first time in American history, a former president will face criminal charges. Former President Donald Trump will be indicted, well, has been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. The latest for CBS's Robert Costa. has been confirmed to CBS News by Trump's own attorney, Susan Nicholas. She has told CBS News the former president has been indicted. This is about hush money payments made in 2016 by his former fixer, Michael Cohen, to Stormy Daniels. Daniels, the porn star. Under scrutiny is former President Trump's role in this entire operation. They've been talking to witnesses extensively in recent months, focusing especially on Michael Cohen and his testimony about Trump's role in this entire episode. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson asks, Trump has been saying he did nothing wrong. But the legal charges relate to false reporting, false reports. And if they're done in pursuing campaign finance violations, that elevates things from a misdemeanor to a felony. I'm Steve Dorsey in Washington. Trump has issued his response to the indictment, calling it, quote, political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. Trump says the indictment was orchestrated Murphy by Democrats. His lawyers say, quote, he did not commit any Isaac crime. Fiox we will vigorously fight this political right persecution box. in court. Meanwhile, the White House is not commenting the on the indictment. Former President Trump two. will have to surrender to authorities, Got be fingerprinted, and there will be an arraignment in open court. Recordings of some of the calls made to 911 during the deadly Nashville school shooting on Monday have been released. Some saying they could hear gunshots. This woman was inside the school. Are you in a safe spot right now?
Six people, including three children, were shot to death. Police shot and killed the suspect. The U.S. Army Secretary calls it a heavy day after two Black Hawk helicopters crashed, killing all nine soldiers aboard outside Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Brigadier General John Lubis. This is a training progression, and specifically they were flying a multi-ship formation, two ships under night vision goggles at night. Gwyneth Paltrow wins her court battle over a 2016 ski collision in Utah after a jury decides that the actor was not at fault. The jury dismissed the complaint of a retired optometrist who sued Paltrow over injuries he said he sustained. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 141 points. The Nasdaq jumped 87. Now this. Streamline how you hire with Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. And for if you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Russia arrests Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich on a spying charge. Russia has accused him of trying to obtain classified information. The newspaper denies the accusation. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the president is monitoring the situation. The targeting of American citizens by Russian government is unacceptable. We condemn the detention of Mr. Gershkovich in the strongest in the strongest One, two, three, terms. For Jason Murphy On this second day in the hospital for treatment of a bronchitis virus, the fact that the Vatican issues is stated on Pope's condition. CBS's Chris Live say with that. His condition was improving, that he'd slept well through the night, uh, that he prayed in the chapel that's here at the Jamelli Hospital. American no word yet on whether the pontiff insurance. will participate in Palm Sunday services. The last hurdle is lifted in Finland's effort to join NATO. Turkey's parliament has ratified Finland's application for membership in the Western military American family You're insurance. listening to the Insure CBS World News Roundup. For details, contact Harry Peterson, agent. Call 573-756-7366. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. When you're thinking about buying a new vehicle, we understand the hard work employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash 
free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Edward of High School Sports on KFML. Call me, financial advisor, Allison Douglas-Kenneth at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. second floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel into a crowd of country music fans attending a concert. FBI documents indicate Paddock was upset about the way he had been treated by Las Vegas casinos in the weeks before the massacre. The gunman had lost tens of thousands of dollars. Steve Futterman, CBS A federal judge in Texas strikes down the Affordable Care Act requirement that most insurers cover preventive care. CBS's legal contributor, Jessica Levinson. There's a task force that determines which of these preventative measures have to be included in free care for patients. And what the judge said is that task force, they don't actually have the power to make those recommendations. Time of the roundup, seven minutes past the hour. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS. Almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cause was stopped. The threats would stop. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-783-8055. That's 800-783-8055. 800-783-8055. Jadam is trying to do away with nuisance tourists and reclaim the city for residents. CBS's Lauren Comato in Amsterdam explains. The two geo-targeted ads focus on British men aged 18 to 35, warning them that if they're coming to Amsterdam to get trashed and take drugs, they could end up in the hospital or with a criminal record. The city wants internet searches for pub crawl Amsterdam and cheap hotel to bring up the English language ads, which show one party being arrested and another being taken away in an ambulance. For now, the ads target Britain, but they will be expanded to include other countries and even Dutch visitors in the future. Lauren Comato, CBS News. Tonight is the 34th annual GLAAD Media Awards in Los Angeles, celebrating fair, accurate, and inclusive representations in media of the LGBTQ community and the issues that affect their lives. That's the World News Roundup Late Edition for Thursday, March 30th, 2023. I'm Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Here comes Sammy Calloway to the plate. Speaking of contenders for player of the game, Calloway, you had to mention his name as well. He's two for three on the contest. He's got four RBIs in this game as well, and uh, you know, four out of the nine runs are courtesy of his base hits, so that uh, puts him right up there as well. Popped up, foul territory, out of play on the first base side this time and onto the adjacent diamond where kids and adults alike are having a little baseball practice over there. Count his own one to Sammy Calloway. Always fun to play softball at this place when you got four games going. Smacked on the left-hand side to the shortstop, Chase Fowler. He'll step on second for one, throw to first his way offline. Safe at first base is Sammy Callaway. He'll go to second. That throw is offline. Callaway in there sliding safely. On a fielder's choice and an error, E3. 
Or was that actually – where'd that throw come from? Was that, that came from short. Carson Tucker? Yeah. The second one. Uh, the second throw came from the uh, first baseman. That was Isaac Viac. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. So now with two away and a runner standing at second, here comes Kendall Horton to the plate. He fouls off the first pitch he sees. 0-1, you're down. Pitch to Horton. Hit into center field. Coming on center fielder, Ryland Fallard. He dives and makes the play to end the bottom of the sixth inning. Well, there were opportunities for the Central Rebels to add another run. They couldn't get any, and they head to the seventh inning, hoping their lead of seven is enough. No runs, one hit, one error, and a runner left stranded at second base for the Central Rebels. Nine to three, your score. Central leads Valley Catholic as we head to the seventh on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like... Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you. Right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. 6-7-8, due up for the Valley Catholic Warriors, their last chance. They got to plate six runs or more keep this game going as they trail nine to six and not a good start for Carson Tucker as he fouls off the first pitch he sees watches one go by in the lower part of the zone for strike two. Oh, and two is your count Cason Murphy on the hill still one hops one to the plate I've got that unofficially is his 85th pitch so assuming I'm in the right ballpark he's gonna have about 20 some odd pitches still to work with before he has to come out of this game so he has a chance for the complete game victory Breaking ball called strike three. Carson Tucker knows it. That was a filthy pitch from Cason Murphy. One of his best, if not the best in the game, en route to his 12th strike out of the contest. And it looks like we got a pinch hitter coming to the plate for Aaron Eftink. Pitch misses, or excuse me, it's called a strike. It's Brandon Geisler who's into the game. 
Pitch misses upstairs for a ball. One and one, your count to Geisler. Well, you can say that Casey Murphy here today has done about everything he needed to and really only had one mistake in this game, and that might even have been a little bit wind-aided at, at that. I mean, here's a stat line through the game so far. Two hits. One of them plated three runs, which came after an error, so they're all unearned. Two walks, and he struck out 12. So really at his fault, he's allowed four base runners throughout this game. Murphy sets the belt, nods, and the 2-2. Oh, excuse me, check swing. That's a foul ball that hops into fair territory, touched by Jared or Jackson Jones, rather, but it went off of the batter, Brandon Geisler, so he'll stay alive. Count remains 2-2. Two two. Kind of harks back to that play early in the game where uh, Valley was protesting a ball they thought was hit off the uh, batter's feet. 2-2, two two, high and outside for a ball. And that time, the home plate umpire made sure everybody knew that was a foul ball. Yes. So nobody would have questions. Those of you listening at home probably heard him mm. through our headsets. The 3-2. Well, excuse me, check swing. That could have been ball four, but Brandon Geisler, I think he's just lucky to get a piece of that one. That's a strikeout kind of swing from probably 99% of players who swing in that manner. Almost kind of a, I'm trying to hold up, but oh, it ticked off the bat. I'm still alive. The 3-2. Lower part of the plate called strike three. 13th strikeout of the game for Cason Murphy. That'll bring to the plate uh, Clayton Drury, who's had a pretty good game here today himself as far as uh, pitching goes. He didn't pitch that poorly today, but sometimes he just gave up the the big hit when it needed when they least expected it or least needed it, and uh, he's had a, a rough day as far as giving up runs. Pitch misses for a ball on the inside part of the plate. Want to know your count? You're looking back at uh, quite a few hits, but also quite a few strikeouts as well for uh, Clayton Drury in this game. And at one time, after giving up that first inning, uh, five runs in the first inning, he kind of settled down and looked like he was going to have a pitcher's duel, and he did for a few innings there, and then four more runs played by Central. A fastball missing upstairs for a ball. 2-0 and your count. Murphy with the pitch. Chopped towards third. This could do it. Backhanded by Sammy Callaway. Across the diamond to first. In time to get Clayton Drury hustling up the line. And our game goes final. Central Rebels defeat the Valley Catholic Warriors by a final score of 9-3. They move to 5-1 on the season. Valley suffers their first loss of the year. They fall to 7-1 on the season. We'll take a break. When we return, Bill Best, American Family Insurance, post-game show. Comes your way next on AM 1240 KFMO.